particular setup because I need the camera and then I need to have the, the game goal, all the stuff that we're doing for the show up. I have to have the coffee. Usually I wear a shirt this time. I'm like, I'm not even fucking with that today. I don't want to wear a special shirt. I don't care. A uh, couple things right out the gate. If you're watching this on um, the video version, I believe the the Wi-Fi camera is having a little bit of an issue, so it will kind of freak out back and forth, but this is an audio thing anyway, so if you're watching this on audio, I, I don't believe the audio is having any issues, so you shouldn't have any problems with that. Oh, another thing I always have to do that I always forget about, I'm going to lower this actually a little bit, the camera. Actually, should I make it higher? Just, you know what? I don't even know. Just keep it like that. If it keeps freezing every five seconds, it doesn't matter what I have it at anyway. Um, one thing I, I realized for this is... um, I don't even remember what I was going to say. Never mind. I didn't realize anything, apparently, because I don't remember at all what I was going to say. Welcome to Monday Morning Coffee, episode number 58. Did I... I said 58 on here. I didn't say 57, right? Okay, good. I just didn't say 58. You always forget one step at some point. And this time it was the turning off the timer. There's so many... For the podcast specifically, and I called it a podcast again. Like I said, I can only get so many steps. Maybe if I had a checklist. Because I don't have a checklist. I just have the, oh, it's Monday morning coffee time. Let's just get this show started. If I converted all of this into a podcast and maybe, or sorry, not a podcast, Jesus. If I convert all this into a checklist and just like went down the list and said, okay, do this, do this, then this, then this. And I had attempted to do that earlier with the, um, when we started splitting this segment into both the Monday Morning Coffee officially and then Armchair Detective, which we're doing Armchair Detective Day also. Oh, I didn't have the voice, yeah, I didn't have the voice mod up, so we still don't have any soundboard effects. I need. I do need to convert that all into like a big one, big large checklist. I feel like it would make it a lot easier. That'll be. That'll just be another thing that I that I set up on the, on the schedule. A checklist for Monday morning coffee. As I was saying, Monday morning coffee episode fifty eight. I have a copy that is very full, so I'm not even going to show you it. But I promise that's there. And I have a list of topics, and we're going to keep talking about those topics until I finish the coffee. I am going to have lover take at least one sip of this so that it doesn't because I, I got I put way too much milk. I had that uncomfortable amount of milk in the jug where it's like it's enough to fill like one cup and maybe like a fifth of another cup. But it's like, there's no, you would never need a fifth of a cup of milk. So that was just like a tiny little bit in the jug. But I didn't want to deal with that right now. I need to go get, after this, I need to go get uh, some more milk from the grocery store. I was going to go on a longer walk. I went on a walk yesterday, like I mentioned before, and the same exact thing happened. Remember when I talked about that on the Final Fantasy XIV stream, where it's like, you 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 have this dream of going outside and then you go outside and you're like wow this kind of sucks i want to go back inside i had the same sort of thing and i was going to go outside again for a longer one but then the show ran late and i have to um get groceries so i mean well i guess i will be going outside because i need to get groceries 
but that's not exactly the walk that I had anticipated. I was I was expecting to do a full walk, but oh well, it happens sometimes. So today on the schedule, this is another thing. I should have a schedule. I should like make a list. I'll include that with the uh, the checklist thing to do all that sort of stuff. Because there need there does need to be some organized. If we're if we're coming up on episode sixty of this show, there does need to be some sort of organization here. Otherwise, it's just a it's just a mess. Like, why are we still doing this on episode fifty eight? So, in order today, we're going to do the typical uh, uh, Monday morning copy stuff, where I give you updates across all of the channels and stuff I'm working on. We will be covering the nominees for the Game Awards, which I actually already voted on. So, I guess I'll have to just tell you what I voted on, um, which isn't as actually. Is there a way that I can like hide what I voted on? Oh, I can. It actually doesn't. It actually, actually didn't save any of my submissions, which is kind of upsetting. But also for the sake of this show, probably a good thing. Um. So I can. Yeah. I guess we'll just do that all live then. Okay. Who cares? Perfect. Um. Game duel, as usual, as as is now a um a a a, a essential part of the show. Uh, looks like it's sniping week this week, which is awful. I don't know any sniping games. Um, and then we will do Armchair Detective, which, like I said, I don't have the... Uh, I still don't have the wheel set up. I think I did put a to-do list to make the wheel. Yes, I do. So the wheel will be made at some point, but it's not ready for today. We'll start it off with updates. So on... The how do I usually start this on the video section for this for this channel? We'll start updates with this channel. Uh, as you know, last yesterday, or I guess this weekend, I should say more specifically, Saturday we got the Hitman Two episode finally out. You're welcome. Uh, I know uh, the Hitman series is pretty popular on this channel, so Hitman Two all and that's all the streams for Hitman Two, and then the next one. Well, I mean, the next Hitman-related one will be Hitman 3, but the next video is going to be the second Roblox Classic Maps update. Um, and then on Sunday, we had Project Bluebeam, which was the armchair detective, not from last week, because we didn't have it, because I hadn't edited it in time, but the one from before. And hopefully we'll be able to do an armchair detective for, for this show, for this very show that you're watching right now. Um... No, I just had a random thought. Did I upload on Spotify? I've been very neglecting the Spotify people. I'm sorry if you watch this in audio version. Well, you're getting your you're getting your revenge right now because the video keeps uh, freaking out because the Wi-Fi camera is off. Um, so audio people, you 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 do have something to look forward to. But did I I uploaded the because I skipped a couple a few weeks back. Like it goes from um so I did I did upload I did upload fifty seven on here, but I'm noticing it went from forty nine fifty well for, first of all you're starting at forty nine on Monday morning coffee for for audio listeners which is kind of you're kind of skipping ahead a little bit but you know I did a formal introduction for you on that episode number forty nine number fifty number fifty one number fifty four now one of those was the um. One of those, I think 53 was the Charity Week one, which I explicitly said was not going to be on Spotify. But 52 
I just didn't have because I forgot about it. And I just forgot to add it. So it went from 51 to 54, and then now it's 55, 56, 57. So the last couple have been uploaded. And the last couple have actually even been the uh, video versions. Because I've realized that I can just upload straight the video, which makes my life a whole lot easier. So they actually, you can watch the video VOD if you choose to. You don't have to. But in the case I'm reacting to something, at least now you'll be able to see what's going on. And I don't know if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. I don't know if that shows you the video. I have no idea the feature set of those things. But on Spotify, it will show you the video if you want to watch the, um, the video version of it and then see the reactions and stuff. Or you can just wait for Armchair Detective to come out, which is also fun uh, on the website. So yeah, so um, just released this last weekend. We have the Hitman 2 and we have Project Bluebeam. And then next weekend will be uh, the second part in the Roblox Classic Maps and then another Armchair Detective. It'll be whatever Armchair Detective we land on today. It's a mystery. We don't know yet because we haven't spun that reel. wheel. For shorts, um, we're continuing into, so we finished Half-Life Alex officially. Uh, I'm going back to doing three. I'm going to try doing three shorts a week instead of the two shorts a week. Uh, right now, we are back on, I'm going to do ones for, I skipped. So in case you're curious, um, we did, so we did Half-Life Alex. Um, I skipped... The Beam MG ones, because the Beam MGs are the entire live stream, just edited to be a little bit shorter, which I really like because for the shorts, there's specific highlight moments. So for the shortened videos, it's really easy to find stuff. But for the, um, if I'm doing it for, and did I ever mute that one timer that went off? Hold on. I need to find this. I have so many tabs open. This is a, this is a particularly unorganized episode. Okay, so since those are like the whole live streams, I don't want to go through and like try and figure out wherever. Th those, those BMMG episodes are a dark spot in our channel's history, and I need to figure out what I want to do with that. I might, just, I might just delete those ones and then make a new one that's all three of those videos combined with just the highlights. I don't know. We'll see when I, when I get to it, but right now there's a big enough backlog as there is. And then I skipped the Barbie and Oppenheimer one for a good reason. Um, because it has the fucking Barbie and Oppenheimer footage. So first of all, it's copyright. But it's blacked out on the YouTube version. Um, but then the sides have the the subway surfers and the TikTok spread. So it doesn't... If I were to scoot that... It's a, I mean, I guess it would make... It would be essentially the best short... Because it would have the subway surfers and then the TikTok and then my face and then the videos, but it just wouldn't make any sense. Um, because the the way that that's formatted, it's really meant to use as much space as possible. So I decided not to edit that. So we're going on to the the crazy um, schizo Russian uh, TikTok reaction when I when I reacted to that stuff. And then from there, we'll start actually editing down Armchair Detective and some of the other, the, the shorter BMMG one and, and going back up down the list. Um, so we'll continue with that. Uh, but right now, it's the, the schizo TikTok reactions. And then moving on into uh, all those other videos, which I don't think there's going to be a real black spot 
in the future. I think all of these are kind of like uh, heavily edited, so it'll be easy to pick shorts from them. And then for live, you guys, of course, know that today or this week is very special for the YouTube lives. Um, we are going to be trying to stream all week. So starting with today, of course, we're doing Monday Morning Coffee. I planned on doing either Resident Evil 2 or Ready or Not after this show. As I have told you, this show ran late and I do need to get groceries, so it depends on when this show ends. If we do a full power hour, like two hour long session, then I might just start tomorrow. But if this ends in like 30 minutes, then I could see myself moving on to a game. We'll, we'll just have to see how things end, because honestly, I don't know. But it is going to see, it does seem like a jam-packed power hour, so it might be a, a longer episode, in which case we'll just get started tomorrow that should be fine and we're going to be playing this week we're going to be starting ready or not we're going to plan on starting and perhaps finishing also ready or not in a single week and then we're also going to be finishing playing up uh middle gear solid v the phantom pain we're going to finish up resident evil 2 we're gonna continue to play final fantasy 7 remake and uh am i missing anything from this list i think that's it this is the four games Makes sense. So, uh, MGSV will definitely be finished this week. Resident Evil 2... Oh, excuse me. Resident Evil 2 will definitely be finished this week. Um, we will attempt to finish Ready or Not this week. Because like I said, I just want to play all the maps once. And then Final Fantasy VII Remake, I, I don't see ending this week. But, but, but we'll see what happens um, for that one. So that's how things are going on this channel. If we move over to the creative side on the main channels, of course, we still got filling the rhythm going on the main channel. That's Estukery underscore. So if you go to like youtube.com slash at, which is a weird, I don't know why they do that, slash at Estukery underscore, you can watch Fill in the Rhythm, which is Getting closer to the end, I think there's still a couple more episodes. I think it might end at 40. So right now, if we're on part 34 of Fill in the Rhythm, it'll go to approximately 40, maybe a little bit longer. Like I said, I don't know, because I have the rough planning and script ready, but I, I don't know exactly how many episodes, that, how many one-minute episodes it's going to take, because, of course, the pain in editing Fill in the Rhythm is that they all have to be exactly one minute or less because of YouTube shorts. Now on TikTok, I'd make it however fucking long I want. But if I want to do it for YouTube shorts, I have to I have to keep them shorter. And so far it hasn't really been like a make or break. I haven't been like, "Oh god, I really really wish this would be 1 minute." Cuz you can always just like pause it, right? If it goes a little bit fast, just pause it, read what happens and then play it again. I haven't really had, like, so much of an issue where it's like, holy shit, these are just speeding past. Like, I need this to be longer. I haven't really had that issue. I kind of like being limited in that case. Um, but yeah, on, on TikTok and Reels, it, I don't think on TikTok or Reels it has that one-minute uh, requirement. I think that's specifically a YouTube Shorts thing. So fuck YouTube Shorts, by the way. It's still going on YouTube. It's still going on TikTok. That's just at Stukery. Uh, and then on Instagram, confusingly, I'm sorry, at Astukerio, for, but for Instagram, but then for, if you try going to TikTok slash Astukerio, then I'll go to this stuff 
from the shorts from this channel. So I just, I kind of fucked up the names on those and I apologize, but that's how it's all going for all that's for film the ripping specifically. And then for everything else, it's just going how it's been going. So if you subscribe to astukery.substack.com, then you'll be able to see the, um, uh, what series is on the Substack? Why am I forgetting? Guardians of Enfia is on there. The, the fantasy story that is slightly generated by AI because it's based on a script that I had made way back when I was in high school and the AI just takes it and runs with it. And I edit it to make sure that's not giving you complete garbage bullshit. And then, of course, the big one, Boys and Girls Part 2, continues to go on um, the website, astukery.com, which you can go to uh, and read those chapters for now for free. But remember, once those chapters, because it's the first drafts of each of the chapters, and once all of those drafts are done, they get taken away. We edit the final draft, and then the final draft's only going to be those first 10 chapters or so. It'll be the same It'll be the same percentage of the total book that you get from uh, that you got from part one. So part one, 10 of the 44 chapters are free, so approximately 25%. So I don't actually remember how many chapters are in part two, but 25% of that you'll be able to read for free at that point. But... You should be starting with part one anyway, because that is a continuous story. So um, you should be starting with those 10 free chapters that you got, first of all, um, instead of reading part two. Uh, I guess, yeah, so that's just continuing on the posts and everything is continuing exact, exactly the same. One thing that was released yesterday for the post that was being done, because um, part two only comes out with new chapters every other week. Uh, for today, for Sunday's post on the blog, we did some interesting, uh, interesting stats on what characters from the JBR franchises are the most popular. So if I go here and let me make sure it doesn't freak out. Um, as always, I need to set this up. Maybe I should add this as a checklist. Or is that too much work? I don't know. No, it's pretty easy to do this. I'm not going to add that to the checklist. So, of course, on our Pinterest page, we have the character designs and character concepts for each of the major releases on uh, JBR, or Feels Like Heaven, more specifically, productions. Uh, so we got Phil in the Rhythm here, of course, the character concepts from that series. We have Boys and Girls, which there is a lot of, because, of course, Boys and Girls is the biggest series that we have right now. And then we have the Baby Bird stuff, which is a short story for free that you can read at any time. That that camera paused very strangely on my face. I'm not sure how many of you caught that, but that was weird. So from these, we're able to gather stats on like impressions and number of pins and everything. And we're actually able to set sort that by character and find out which characters are the most popular. And interestingly enough, uh, if we look down the list, we can kind of rank them. So on Boys and Girls, overwhelmingly the most popular character on Pinterest is Emily Bryant, uh, who's of course Maurice's sister. Um, she's the school council president, one of the people in the friend group. Um, so her, I guess her design is very popular with Pinterest people. I'm not exact. Well, I mean, I like that character. I just don't know. I like all of them, but I'm interested as to that character specifically. 
Um, but she is overwhelmingly popular. She takes like, you know, it's a Pareto distribution, right? So it's like, uh, she takes like 80% of all the views and all the pins and all the interest. Um, and then going down that list, of course, you have Saja, you have Nita, Maria, Lucas, all the other characters, all the other main characters get slots on here. I think there's like one picture of Gordon Wilkins, Cat's father. That's also has a character concept that's upload the Pinterest. And he's actually his one picture is very popular, but that's I, he only had one picture. So I didn't count him and he wasn't part of the friend group either. It wasn't one of the main characters. Right. So I didn't include him. Uh, and Baby Bird, number one, Fifi Loke. Um, so not Melly. Melly is actually kind of in the middle. She's very close to Marianne, uh, but Marianne just outweighs her in the amount of views and pins that she has as a opposed to Melanie. Um, who, of course, Melanie is the main protagonist. But then, in Film the Rhythm, we have Sam, who is the main protagonist, and he's the only one who's like, he's the main, main protagonist. I guess Boys and Girls doesn't have a main protagonist, but he's the one who's like the main, main protagonist, and he's also s still the most popular character. So I thought that stuff was interesting, trying to figure all that stuff out from last night for that. But there'll be a new part two upload next week. I believe. Hopefully. If I if I get finished in time. Otherwise you'll just see a, a different post on there. But we'll we'll see what happens. So that's all the updates done. Um let's see. Is there anything else? I don't think so. Oh Chiodosha is still going. So I can actually kind of show you this. Uh Chiodosha is a new blog that we're trying out still in the experimental stages. Of just going through it's like a curation engine specifically so it's what the pinterest was you could, you could look at it as in this is what a super, this is what sucrease cabana is that makes the most sense for the people who watch this channel if you know what a sucrease cabana is it's a sucrease cabana um so the stuff that was on the instagram or the patreon it's now just a dedicated website for free that you don't have to spend any money for um, but, you know, to join the community and, and share stuff and all that sort of stuff. Things that are cool in art, games, music, video. Let me just show you it. How about that? So this is Shio Doja page. We still don't have a, a paid uh, URL because I'm still experimenting with this. But um, we have an art section for art that we recommend. For some reason, this one doesn't have a featured image. I wonder why. Uh, well, it does. It has a has a gigantic picture of Eric. Holy fuck! Um, so best new arts, um, best games. So either free games or games we just recommend from Steam, stuff like that. Best new music, which usually links to a uh, YouTube page. Uh, best video, which could be. Did I bring it back here? Best new video, which could be uh, something funny, like we have a Joel video right here that you can watch. Or it could be like films and stuff. And then Best New Writing, which right now, uh, you know, we have the, the Project Gutenberg version of the Discourses of Epictetus, which is kind of strange. But like I said, we're filling all these pages up. Um, and there will be more content on there soon, but it's in very, very pre-alpha, early alpha sort of like we just want to share stuff that we think is cool and we don't know exactly how that's all going to work out. But we'll see what happens. Let me fix this page real quick. I don't know why there is a... Oh, I see. Because it doesn't look very good. Because it cuts out her face. Well, I'll still edit it. Because it looks weird on the page. And it's not going to be on the page for very long. So, 
because there's only there's only three featured images on the page at any given time. You bring me back here so I can see how it looks. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever, that's fine. All right. So those are all the updates out of the way. We're gonna have a special mini segment here about the game awards, the nominees, what games I think are the most interesting. Because of course, this is the big trend now. The game awards is happening. Uh, will I be watching the game awards? Absolutely not. Will I be reacting to the game awards? No, not really. Maybe. So, so what I found out, I think I've talked about this before. This might be, this might have not been on the Monday morning podcast. This might have been on the botany podcast for the Final Fantasy 14 fans. But, um, I have talked about the ideal way to watch the game awards. And this will be the way that I watch the game awards for every day, uh, for the rest of time. And you cannot stop me from doing this. It is waiting. Avoiding all spoilers, just just not watching it when it's live, waiting until the morning afterwards, going onto the YouTube VOD for the stream, and then just giving around because then because then it's a whole YouTube VOD for the entire thing. You avoided spoilers as many spoilers as you possibly could, and then you just watch it straight and all the boring segments that you don't give a shit about. You just skip all those now. I might do a reaction to that. It's going to be late. So it's not really going to be like, I, I don't know how many people are going to care if I do it the morning afterwards. I could do it that way. That would be fine for me. <coughs> I'll probably be pre-recorded too, because I wouldn't do a stream of that if this is the day afterwards. But I don't know. We'll see. I don't really give a shit about these game awards, but I like picking things that I think are cool. I was very disappointed by this stuff. I, I, so, like I said, I already went through this. Uh, apparently did not save any of my answers, which is fine, because I want to do this on the show anyway. I was very disappointed, though, by this listing, because a lot of these games... There's a lot of really good games that came out this year, and none of them get any representation. I think Pizza Tower... And I'm... Honestly, I'm not a big fan of Pizza Tower, but the fact that it only got nominated for one award feels really strange. Even more strange... Bomb Rush Cyberfunk didn't get nominated for anything, which is crazy. And all you get is games like Alan Wake 2, which like maybe three industry people played, but nobody who, I, I don't know anyone who actually like played it, who was like a normal person, I guess I should say. Uh, Resident Evil 4 is another weird one that I felt a little bit uncomfortable with because there are so many good games. So when Resident Evil 2 Remake came out, that got put on a bunch of Game of the Year lists, and that made sense because the year that Resident Evil 2 Remake came out was empty. But this year is full. There's so many good... In fact, can we get a list? Can we get a list real quick of like games released in 2023? Because there's so many games that one could argue is Game of the Year material and did not show up on this list in any sort of form so let me let me show you this so this is the this is the total list of all games that came out this year uh this is kind of in a weird order but um tears of the kingdom did get representation boulders gate 3 got representation uh you know Resident Evil 4 remake like i said it's a remake and it's on a stacked year so i would say the remake probably shouldn't be as nominated as it is but it did get nominated a lot Slay the Princess, I haven't played that one because it just came out, but I have heard good things about Street Fighter 6, um, 
you know, Super Mario Bros. Wonder just came out, but it's also pretty popular. Sea of Stars. Um, Devil 4 was okay. Dave the Diver. Um, this is not, this is a weird, is this best selling? Oh, this is just Metacritic, so this isn't going to be very good. Hold on. Uh, January through March. So this will give you the full list. So we'll see stuff like, we're just going down the list here. It's crazy to think at the beginning of this year, the PC versions of Persona 3 and Persona 4 came out. Those feel like they came out years ago. Which, I mean, they did. But, like, you know, <laughs> on PC, it feels like they've been out on PC forever. Um, you know, Fire Emblem Engage came out. That was alright. Monster Hunter Rise came out. That was pretty good. Um, Forspoken was terrible. Hi-Fi Rush, that was the first real banger of this year. I remember that. That one was the first big game. This guy of seven was pretty big, I believe, because I, I remember this. I think this guy of five and six weren't very good, so people were really worried. But this guy of seven came out and was very good. Um, but of course, this this show has Western bias, so I don't. I didn't imagine this guy of seven was going to be on here. Pizza Tower is the second big banger of the year. Um, this story of seasons, I think, is a remake. Yeah, it is. Um, the Dead Space remake, if we're talking remakes, if we are going to include remakes, that one was pretty good. Uh, what is Trek to Yomi? No, I actually haven't heard of that one. Never mind. Um, and you got Power Wash Simulator. That, hey, some people are into that one. Um, there are a lot of remakes I'm noticing, or really re-releases this year. Hogwarts Legacy came out this year. Can you believe that? I mean, not a particularly good game, but a huge release, and that was still just within this year. That's crazy. And the year's not done, by the way. That's crazy. Um, that has to be... Returnal? No. Okay, this already came out. Yeah, I was going to say. There's no way that came out this year. Uh, Atomic Heart was a big release. Uh, this is like a, uh, like a Dragon Ishin, which I don't know if that's the... Yeah, no, 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 this is really old. But it's the English release, I think, for that one. Um, there was a New Horizon. Wasn't there, a, wasn't there a new God of War this year, or was that last year? Um, what else do we have? There is a lot of remakes. Jesus, that is kind of depressing. The new Kirby game was... Oh, the new Octopath was this year. That's crazy. I heard this game was insanely good. Um... That's another, I'm going to say, so three bangers so far. Three hardcore bangers. Wulong came out. That one was all right. Um, there's, there's so many releases. Yeah, Octop I don't think Octopath Tra uh, Traveler got released. I don't think Octopath Traveler got um, nominated for anything, which is crazy because that was a big deal when that one came out. And that one's not even biased because that game is not... Completely, that's a Square Enix game, right? So it's popular in Square Enix. Um, this Barrow Trauma game was pretty popular, from what I remember. Uh, Trails to Azure came out and was a huge hit, of course, with the Falcom audience, but that didn't get nominated, as you could probably imagine. Um, the Bayonetta spin-off game got released. We got, is this? No, this is the Xbox version of that game. Uh, this Remnant game, oh no, Remnant 2 came out and it was okay. Have a Nice Death was okay. Uh, I think it's the new Ryza game. 
Um, the Resident Evil 4 Remake. Wow, we must still be at the beginning of the year. Uh, Sifu, I think that game was pretty popular. There's just, there's so many games, and when we get to the nominees for all those games, almost none of them are going to show up. It's very sad. Um... This is, a list of, this is a list of everything, so there are some losers here, but most of them. But, uh, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, I'm just going down the list. DNF Duel came out this year. Mortuary's Assistant. Was that this year? No. That's a really, yeah, that's a really. Um, hard to, it's hard to see some of these. Or they are re-releases. I the new the new uh Mihoyo game came out, which like I said, some people are into it. There's a huge amount of remakes now. I'm thinking of it. They have Little Live or Live Live. I remember what it is. Um, the the Super Mario RPG one just came out. Uh, Resident Evil Four. There was all the ones earlier. Um, there's a new Ease game that might have been a re-release. There's, there's so many of these. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom. So now we're gone on to Tears of the Kingdom. Already after having so many uh, Game of the Year, potential Game of the Year nominees. Uh, I mean, we also had Golem. So uh, there's that. The System, the System Shock remake came out. That's another remake, but still. Damn. Street Fight. And then... And then we had this insane week. And what was this? April? This was a crazy-ass fucking week. We had, in the same week, Street Fighter VI, the We Love Katamari remake, Diablo IV, and I believe Final Fantasy XVI also came out this week. Or maybe the week after. Or it was the week after. Never mind. But still, and then Trepang... I think Trepang, yeah, Trepang came out this year. That's insane. Trepang, did Trepang, oh no, Trepang and Final Fantasy XVI came out near the same time. God, Dave the Diver. There's a lot of, like, not expected games, too. The Ghost Trick remake, Jesus. There's so many. There's just, there's, there's a lot of games that came out. And anyway, um, almost none of the games I've listed so far will actually be on the uh, nominees list, which is very sad. But let's get through these Game of the War, uh, Year Award nominees. I'll give you my opinions on them. So I'll say for the start, which games I have not played. And it's kind of weird, too, because it's like, you had games, good games released throughout the entire year, and this, this, and this came out this month. <laughs> which is kind of fucked. The recency bias is real on this one. Like, these three games just came out this month, and there's no representation whatsoever of, like, the middle of the year, except for Baldur's Gate 3. But, um, yeah, so, Alan Wake 2 I didn't play. Um, I thought Control was okay. Resident Evil 4, you already know what I feel about remakes being on Game of the Year lists. Uh, I do not care about Spider-Man. Um, did not play Wonder. I did play Tears of the Kingdom, and I thought it was okay. I did not like it as much as I like Breath of the Wild. I did not enjoy it as much. Uh, it really just felt like Breath of the Wild again. Like, 
copied and pasted with very little differences. Except that you can make, like, Banjo and Kazooie cars, which was not very interesting. Baldur's Gate 3 is probably my game of the year, but my issue with Baldur's Gate 3, and I've talked about this before, my issue with Baldur's Gate 3 is that it did not release this year, it released in 2020. The version 1.0 launch released this year, but the game was released officially for anyone to play like, yeah, 20, I think it was 2020 was when it first released, and it was in early access ever since. Which I feel like, in my own bias, I know not everybody's going to agree with this, and I don't insist that you agree with this, but by my own bias, this should win Best Ongoing Game. I don't think it should win Game of the Year Award, I think it should win Best Ongoing Game. But given the fact that I didn't play most of these games, and I didn't think Tears of the Kingdom was that good... I'm going to vote for Baldur's Gate 3. Because it is, it is nominated for that slot. But I, I, I don't believe that it should be Game of the Year. I think it should be an ongoing game pick. Uh, best Game Direction. I mean, there's not too much of a difference here. Like I said, I think it's cool what they're doing with Alan Wake 2. Combining like Control and Alan Wake and Next Pain all into one you know, little cinematic multiverse, whatever the fuck they're doing with that franchise, but I don't really care about any of those franchises, <laughs> at least not anymore. Uh, I don't care about Spider-Man, I just have not played this Super Mario game yet, and here's the Kingdom I think it's okay, it's, the same, it's all the same stuff, except they got rid of Resident Evil 2, or sorry, they got rid of Resident Evil 4 probably because it's a remake. Um, but they should have added something else, they shouldn't have just, like, left it all the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if we had a, a Pizza Tower or Dave the... Wow, I combined, like, three games at once. Pizza Tower or Dave the Diver or Final Fantasy Sixteen or, I don't know, what was some of the other game? Bomb Rush Cyberpunk or, you know, one of the... You know, we can have some Japanese picks in here, like this guy 5 or Trails Majeure. Something else here to even it out so that it's not just a bunch of big Western AAA releases. Or Nintendo, which, I mean, come on, that's not a niche Japanese property. That's a, that is essentially Western AAA. That is the equivalent of a Western AAA. Like, oh yeah, we have the Disney movies on the list. Yeah. Yeah, okay. These are not, these are not what I mean when I say Japanese t picks for their nominees. But of course it has to be Baldur's Gate 3. Um, so there's that. This next one. Best narrative. Once again, weird picks. Um, I I did not play David the Diver, but I heard it was a good uh, story there. Um, sea of Stars could have been nominated here. Once again, you could have, if you really wanted to have some Japanese picks, do some Falcom games, because Lord knows they have good stories by default. Uh, instead, you have the Cyberpunk DLC on here, which I, I know I promised to play. I promised to play Phantom Liberty on launch. I didn't end up doing it because I have so many game, other games I want to play. We will at some point. Um, but uh, you have that. And then once again, Alan Wake 2 just came out. Alan Wake 2 came out like two weeks ago. I don't think enough people have even experienced the story to put it on this list i just it feels like it was very much like a word putting this on everything 
as part of our marketing campaign for the game. <laughs> like this like this was a deal with Epic Games of like just put our game if our game scores a Metacritic above a certain amount, just put our game on everything. We don't have to win. We just want more people to play Alan Wake 2. That's what this it feels like a marketing opportunity. Um so yeah, once again, I'm disappointed by this list. Um I did not play Phantom Liberty. I love, love the story of Cyberpunk, but I didn't play Phantom Liberty, so and I didn't have any spoilers because I want to play it by myself. So I don't feel good picking this as my winner because I don't know anything about it. I know Cyberpunk's good, but I don't know anything about this. Um, Baldur's Gate 3, I would not say has a good story. It just has a lot of interactable elements. It's kind of like Divinity, right? Original Sin 1 and 2 did not have good stories. They had very generic stories, but it was the level in which you could interact with the world that made those stories special. Sort of like New Vegas, right? New Vegas, one of my favorite games of all time. It has a great story, not because of its plot, but because of your ability to influence that plot, right? Um, you know, Alan Wake 2, I've heard it has a good story. Once again, I haven't played it. Uh, Spider-Man 2, I have not touched. And honestly, I don't really know anything about the story. I don't even know if that story's good. So, it's going to be a weird pick, but because it's the only game I know the story, and it's not a terrible story by any stretch of the imagination, I have to go with Final Fantasy XVI. Because I do know the story of that game. And once again, I feel weird about this one, because a lot of Final Fantasy XVI, it has a very basic story, but really good presentation. Right. So I only I almost wonder if maybe I should pick Phantom Liberty, even though I haven't played that game, just based on the 2077 story. Right. And I think it's the same writers. I think they still got this uh, most of the same people to write Phantom Liberty. Like they brought him back after they left. But I don't know. man. This is a moral quandary. If you have complaints about this, feel free to put them in the comments on what I should have picked. Um... God, it's hard because I don't think Final Fantasy 16 story is very good, but it has a lot of really cool set pieces and presentation. If this was best presentation, it's a storytelling and narrative development. And I don't think Final Fantasy 16 has much narrative development going on. <laughs> I don't know if I would count that. But, th but then I haven't played Phantom Liberty. I've only played 2077, the base one. So now I and I watched Edge Runners. Edge Runners was also really good, but it's not Phantom Liberty. I saw the trailer for Phantom Liberty. That one also looked pretty good. Like all, it's like it's like a black box of like I know like twenty seventy seven has one of the greatest video game stories ever in my opinion. Uh, Edge Runners has an absolutely fantastic story. Um, the trailer was really good for this. I feel compelled almost to pick Phantom Liberty, even though I don't know anything about the Phantom Liberty plot. But I gotta keep it on. You know, I'm going with 16. I have to go with 16. Because it's the only one that I truly, I know the plot of. And the plot's not very good. But god damn, is there some really good set pieces. It's a good presentation. It's a good story presentation. Which I don't think is what they intended for this award. Well, then again, they nominated it. So maybe it counts. Best art direction. This one's a little bit easier. Um, Alan Wake 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Lies of P, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. This one seems pretty easy. 
Uh, Alan Wake 2 just looks like every other Remedy game. It's not very interesting, you know, control. There's a lot of interesting stuff they do with, like, the FMV footage and then the rail footage and all that sort of stuff. I wouldn't really call that art direction, per se. Uh, it doesn't look visually appealing. Like, when I think art direction, I feel, like, visually appealing. Like, oh, this is really fun to look at. Um, Lies of P just looks like generic Bloodborne stuff. I honestly, I don't really know why this was nominated. Maybe because it does, like, a cool spin on Pinocchio. Tears of the Kingdom looks like Breath of the Wild. Um, it looks exactly the same. And Breath of the Wild looks really cool, but Breath of the Wild came out in 2017. So that one doesn't count. That one doesn't count. That one probably not. It's going to be between Hi-Fi Rush and Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Super Mario Bros. Wonder looks cool. I, I like how much more colorful it is and all the sorts of things that they're going with Super Mario Bros. Um... But it's still kind of classic. It's still more or less the same aesthetics as a game that's been being released since the 80s. So in terms of visual, and I've looked at, I can vote for this one for all these because I've looked at all these games. <laughs> I've at least looked at all of them. I've seen them in action. So I, f I feel like I can vote on this. Hi-Fi Rush, though, honestly, another one where it's like, where the fuck is Bomb Rush Cyberfunk? where the fuck is, you know, where the fuck is uh, Pizza Tower on here? Especially weird because Pizza Tower is nominated for something. But my real answer for this, I think if you go to Backlogged, because on Backlogged I gave real answers for all these. Backlogged is also doing its Game of the Year awards. But it's unlocked, so you can do whatever the hell you want. And uh, actually, what is Backlogged? What is Alan? Wait, I'm curious, what are these games scores? Because for popular this month, I'm noticing it's all the games that were very highly uh, nominated <laughs> for the Game of the Years. How are these doing on scores? So I see Spider-Man 2 has a 4.3. So apparently people like it. Oh, I can, I can go back. So you know what I'm talking about. Spider-Man 2 has a 4.3. That's pretty good. Some people, people like this game. Hey, I have nothing against, you know, Spider-Man. If you enjoy Spider-Man 2, I definitely like Insomniac Games games played a lot of those i really like them i just don't care about spider-man i'll play it maybe at some point in some time in the future plus p 4.0 pretty good baldur's gave three is a 4.6 of course that one has a ton of good reviews uh super mario bros wonder has a 4.3 that's pretty good and alan wake 2 has a 4.5 a lot of people like alan wake actually okay okay i've been proven wrong I've been proven wrong. A lot of people apparently really enjoy Alan Wake 2. I'm incorrect. I was maybe, maybe me saying that it was a paid nominee pick from Epic Games was being a little bit too harsh because apparently the user reviews for this game are very good. <laughs> so maybe I should, maybe I will play it. I played Control and I played part of Alan Wake 1. I feel like I can get the gist of what's going on. Interesting. What's it? Well, now I'm curious. What does Control have in comparison to this? Because Control, to me, let's say it's like a 7.5. I did not care about the story at all in Control. I really love the gunplay. The gunplay in Control is excellent. It's so good. Um, but I didn't care about anything that was going on in the story. They were doing like some weird, like it was like being really weird and like, oh, there was like a bunch of like plot twists. I was like, I don't give a shit about what's happening. I just like shooting the guys and then there's like the weird sparkly little mist that comes out of them. It's so fun. There's so much weight to everything that's going on. You can like grab chairs and throw them at people. That's cool. I don't give a shit about this story. What is it? Oh, it's a three. So that 
That is my review of the game, right? I said 7.5? That is a 7.5. 3.7. Well, but it's a 7.4, I think. But that's still it's pretty close. So then if a lot of people really like Alan Wake 2, maybe Alan Wake 2 is really good. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just incorrect. So my give of yours, to put this in context, because they gave me the full list. Um... I guess I can spoil it on here. So my give it to you was still Baldur's Gate 3. I know. Um, <clears throat> like I said, you know, Baldur's Gate 3, um, I, I feel like it, it's a best ongoing game sort of thing, but if everybody's going to say it, it came out this year, and it is, it's a 1.0 launch. And I mean, they're still going to keep working on it later, so maybe we say this is the release, and then every future edition of it is the ongoing it's fine. I don't really care, but like you know, <laughs> it's whatever. Um, yeah, best gameplay I did. Baldur's Gate three. Best narrative. This was just a cross the board problem for the Final Fantasy sixteen thing. Um, I don't know any other good stories that that came out this year. Um, so I I I kept it as Final Fantasy sixteen. I feel like that made sense. For art direction, my pick was World of Horror. This is another one where I feel like it's kind of cheating. Early access, um, it just came out with a 1.0 this year, but eh, whatever. Our, World of Horror is easily the best looking game, so if I had to choose from all that list, it's going to be World of Horror. What did I, I don't even remember what I chose for this. Oh, I picked a Hi-Fi Rush, which I actually still have not picked. Whoops. Okay, there we go. So best score in music. So this one... The, the fact that there's no Bomb Rush Cyberfunk is just... Depressing. Of course, obviously my pick was Bomb Rush Cyberfunk for my real list. Um, the, the fact that that was not nominated was just a very sad. But uh, there's still enough good picks here. So uh, Tears of the Kingdom, not an interesting. I didn't like the Breath of the Wild soundtrack either. I didn't think any of these soundtracks were very interesting. Uh, Alan Wake 2, I don't know what the soundtrack sounds like. But if it sounds like Control, it's not going to be very interesting. Baldur's Gate 3's soundtrack was not that interesting. Um, I like the vocal theme. The vocal theme was kind of cute, but I didn't really like anything else that was going on with it. Hi-Fi Rush, I have heard is good, but I, I haven't listened to it. So, I don't know. I'm sorry, but I've heard it's good, and maybe I would have picked it. I imagine it sounds very Bomb Rush Cyberfunk-esque. Still gonna say probably Bomb Rush Cyberfunk is, is the better soundtrack here. But, you know, fair. Uh, but Final Fantasy 16 is an easy pick. I, I have no, unlike with narrative, I have no qualms with saying that the best score this year was Final Fantasy 16 out of this list. It's definitely my second place outside of Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, so I have no problem with that one. Audio Designs. So audio Designs is a pretty interesting one. Um, this is, of course, not talking about the soundtrack. This is just talking about the audio experience. So if you're thinking, like, the greatest uh, audio design games of all time, for example, Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> but I said I laugh, but I actually mean that sort of unironically, because so much of Five Nights at Freddy's legacy is based on audio design. But it doesn't have a soundtrack, right? It doesn't have a soundtrack. That's what we're talking about here. We're talking about that Five Nights at Freddy's shit. Um, so of course, horror games are going to usually have pretty good audio design. Resident Evil 4 is on here, and I think it's fair, because, of course, um, the original Resident Evil 4 uh, wasn't really known for its sound uh, audio design that much. It had pretty good audio design, but it's known for other things. Uh, Dead Space is a pretty big good pick here, but I would also argue that Dead Space's original audio design was also really good. So I don't know if I would pick that one for here. 
Um, Remedy. So Control did have really good audio design. I will say. Um, I, like I said, I didn't really care about the soundtrack. It wasn't very interesting. The story wasn't very interesting. But definitely the audio gave weight to what was going on with whatever you were working on. Or what, what, whatever you were doing gameplay-wise. Working on as in throwing chairs at people, of course, is what I meant. Um, uh, Spider-Man 2, I don't know, probably just sounds like a Marvel game, <laughs> if I had to guess. Like, I can imagine, dun, 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 dun. It probably sounds a lot like that. But Hi-Fi Rush is, of course, a rhythm game. So I feel compelled, not only that it's the best sound, one of the best soundtracks, if you're making a rhythm game by default, you're going to have the best audio design. So I could argue, you know, I haven't played Alan Wake 2. If I had played Alan Wake 2, which now I'm very tempted, that now that I know that just normal people actually, of the people who have played it, they actually really enjoy it. So it's going to be on my list to play. It's going to add that one to the huge backlog of games I eventually want to play on this channel. Uh, I5 Rush, we could add on there too, probably. I5 Rush is on... Xbox Game Pass. Don't let me before get they remove it if they haven't removed it already. Best audio design, sure. Why not? High five brush. We can commit to that one. Best performance. Um, this one. I there actually are a couple of good ones here. Arguably, we have Ben Starr, of course, who plays the uh, Clive. I almost forgot his name. Final Fantasy sixteen. Uh, this is the guy, same guy who played Jedi, the Star Wars Jedi guy in the other game. Idris Elba, who's the celebrity pick here. But I would argue, I mean, if he's in Cyberpunk, I mean, Keanu Reeves was pretty good in Cyberpunk. Or, but I don't know, uh, I don't know. Like I said, I never played, uh, Phantom Liberty, so I don't know. Uh, and I did not play on Lake 2, so I don't know if this plays any good. And I did not play Spider-Man 2. So I don't know if this person's very good. For Baldur's Gate 3, I would argue that the best performance in that is the narrator, because she has so many lines, and she nails every single line. Like, literally everything you do in that game has her narration to some degree. But, uh, what's this guy's name? Neil Newbon, who plays the vampire guy. Uh, I love this guy. as He's my favorite character. Even though I would say the narrator is the best, he is my favorite character uh, in terms of his performance, so... That one makes sense. Innovation, accessibility, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I'm not disabled enough, I feel like, to uh, give a real good answer for this. I will say, though, every time I try booting up a Forza game, it gives me like 20 different options on whether I'm deaf, blind, uh, can't use my arms, etc. So I'm going to say Forza Motorsport. Uh, games for impact, I still have no fucking idea what this means. What do you want me to pick? For a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. This is very, this is, this is a, this is a, uh, can, can I know, who's the publishers here? <laughs> okay, Kepler Co-op, Focus, Poge. Oh, but these two games are independent. I have no idea what's the background on this. I, I would argue that, um... This is just, uh, this is another one where it's like you just pay to get nominated on this list. It doesn't matter who wins. It's just like advertisements. Because I've never heard of any of these games. Actually, that's not true. 
I've heard of this game and I've heard it's really fucking awful. So that's the only thing I know. <laughs> I've never heard of any of these games, so I can't, I can't, I can't vote. Nope. We're not voting on this one. I, I have no, I've never heard of any of these games. And I still don't really understand the thought-provoking game of a pro-social media or message. I guess if you gave me the whole list, um, maybe a game that's a, that's a little bit, has more of a comfy vibe. Maybe like, um, you know, something, something like Sea of Stars or, or, uh, Sandrock, which I guess doesn't really have a message, but you know, it's like you making a tank, you're building up a town, your own town, you're helping villagers and stuff. That's a pretty pro-social message. So my time at Sandrock, I guess I would make the most sense here, but I've, I've never heard of any of these games, so I can't vote for any of them. Okay, so best ongoing. So like I said, I feel like Bowler's Gate 3 should be here, and if Bowler's Gate 3 was here, I'd vote in a heartbeat. Um, you know, it's for the most part, it seems like it's the pretty standard list for all these. Uh, you got your Fortnite, you got your Apex, you got your Genshin Impact. Cyberpunk, I think, is new on this list, because of course people are turning around on Cyberpunk. Uh, as they should, of course, as they should. Uh, however, however, could we go for three years in a row? <laughs> could, could we do three years in a row? Could we? Because it could happen. It seems like in past years, this has just been a, this has just not even been close. And last year it made obvious sense because it was Endwalker release, right? And Endwalker was like, of course, obviously this makes us the best ongoing game because Endwalker is probably the best thing that came out this year. There wasn't that many games that came out in 2022 in comparison. But this is, as we know, as Final Fantasy XIV fans, a sort of lapse in the story a filler season. We're getting ready for Dawn Trail. We're adding a bunch of old set, fixing the uh, fixing ARR, which desperately needs to be done, and post ARR, fixing, allowing a lot more single player elements in the game. All this sort of cleanup stuff to make the game better. As we wait for you know the team to finish up Final Fantasy 16 and move back into making the next arc for the story. So while it would be really really funny for Final Fantasy XIV to win three years in a row. And I don't think Cyberpunk's going to win this, so I sincerely hope that uh, Final Fantasy XIV wins three years in a row because Lord knows the fan base is rabid enough for that to happen. I don't think Fortnite or Apex has a rabid fan base. Genshin, maybe. I, I do think Genshin won one of the years, but I don't, re I don't remember. It might have won on launch. It might have been like best multiplayer or something. Uh, but I'm going to go with Cyberpunk, actually. I'm going to go with Cyberpunk because they have been fixing that game. It is a lot more playable. It's still not playable on Steam Deck, despite the fact that it's verified on Steam Deck. Uh, it will crash your Steam Deck, so please, God, do not play this game on Steam Deck, even though it's verified. But um, yeah, the game is improving, so I feel like that's a, that's a good thing. Best community support. Um, so this one, yeah, this one's pretty straightforward. Once again, ongoing game... I feel like a lot of these could be nominated for ongoing game. Like, Boulder's Gate 3, obviously. Should, and Boulder's Gate 3 is obviously my, my pick here because it is an ongoing game. Um, you know, Cyberpunk 2077, I, I don't know if I would say this is good community support. 
because they just fucked up the game on launch and now they're desperately trying to fix it. But that's not really like that's not the same that's not the same as this. Where it's like we made a okay game at launch and then we've just been working with the community to continuously improve it. Uh which is just I, I mean I mean this is Lariat's bread and butter, right? Releasing a game that is kind of haphazard, like we super, super ambitious. And then just asking the audience, okay, so now what do you guys want us to do with this? And then just have, but having like the foundation. So the problem with Cyberpunk 2077, of course, is that they finished the entire thing and made this huge ambitious project without asking anybody. And then they dropped it and then it was awful. So they're working their way backwards, whereas Larian's working their way forwards into an ambitious game. Uh, that's why that works. Uh, Destiny 2 is just awful, and I think that Bungie is attempting to have some sort of community support, uh, but the games, uh, they haven't really fixed anything <laughs> either, so I don't know if I would call this community support. Final Fantasy one. I think this also wins this category every year also. Uh, so once again, it would be very funny to see Final Fantasy fourteen win, but I don't think they have really... Ch I mean, they've been, they've been fixing ARR and all that sort of stuff, so, hey, there's that. Um, uh, I mean, you know, they are, they definitely do listen to the community, that's for sure. And No Man's Sky is another one where it's like, um, you know, they've been listening to the community for years and they've been fixing, that's another one where they're working their way up to making an ambitious game. So, what I would argue, so obviously Destiny 2 is out, because that game's just not good. Um, these games are kind of the stable batch at this point. Like, they've been listening to the community for so long that um, it's just, I, I don't know if I really need to, they really need to win again. I would have liked to see, um, I, I feel like what would have been good here, was it, was it on here? No, what was the game I was thinking of? Damn. There was another game that I feel like would have been really good for this. I don't remember what I was thinking of. Anyway, um, so these are like stable batches. This one, they're trying to fix the game because they fucked it up. So it's not like uh, we released a game and now we're just asking people to help us make it even better. It's uh, we made a game really bad and now we're trying to make it less worse. Um... And like I said, Blower's Gate 3 should have won Best Ongoing. It should have only been nominated for Best Ongoing and then won Best Ongoing. So, obviously. Best Independent Game. Very weird picks for this. Super, super weird, bizarre picks. I don't understand any of these except for Dave to Diver, Sea of Stars. Obviously, we should have seen Pizza Tower here. Bomb Rush Cyberfunk right here. And then Viewfinder, which I'm pretty sure most people did not like Viewfinder. Should have been... Um, what was the number? What could we have put there? Or maybe we, or maybe we just keep Viewfinder on there to make the, the 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 Western, uh, the hyper intellectual, um, industry heavy, indie people happy. Um, because I actually don't know why I would have replaced with Viewfinder. I feel like I listed them all out. Could have had Battlebit. That would have been interesting. That's a multiplayer game though. But hey. Could have had Battlebit on there. And that would have been a stacked list, because there's a ton of really good indie games that came out this year. 
Uh, and I've never heard of Cancun. I've never heard of Dredge. And like I said, I'm pretty sure Viewfinder was pretty bad. But Sea of Stars was good. And Day of the Diver was good. Um, I have really just not touched Day of the Diver at all. Because um, that one was kind of like a surprise indie. I, it wasn't on my radar. And it didn't really seem very interesting. Um, oh, the Chained Echo did Unchained Echoes come out this year? Holy shit, did it get knocked? Also, is that the name of the game? Or my no, it's Chained. It's not Unchained Echoes. It's Chained Echoes. My mistake. Nah, it came out last year. It came out last year, so that's why that's not on there. It came out on December the eighth, though. So I think it would technically be allowed to be nominated for this. So if I was allowed to say get rid of new finder and replace it with chained echoes and then vote chained echoes over sea of star well i would probably vote for bomb rush cyberfuck in that case but yeah so i i choose sea of stars because it is essentially the same game as chained echoes and i would pick chained echoes here if chained echoes was nominated <laughs> that's why that's like because they are essentially the same game and then there's and then there's this one which makes even less sense best de debut indie game which doesn't make any sense. And like I said, I don't know. I've never heard of this game. I've never heard of this game. I've never heard of this game. And Viewfinder is supposed to be bad. Pizza Tower is like an obvious pick here. But then they didn't have... Because I guess, so Sea of Stars, they had the Messenger. So that makes sense. Oh, it's Cold... No, Cold of Lambs last year. Cold of Lambs last year. But that, would have been a, that wouldn't have been a debut either. But that would have been... That should have been nominated for somebody. I think that was a last year pick. Best mobile game. Do I look like I play mobile games? <laughs> yes, I do actually look like I play mobile games, but I don't. You would be wrong. But I look like it. Yeah, that makes sense. When I play mobile games, it's because I saw an ad. I was, I'm in the airport, and I see one of those dumb fucking stupid ads for like, oh, get the... Get, Get the uh, the traffic out of the parking lot, or like, oh, put the glass liquid into this other glass, and I'm like, that looks fucking dumb. Let me play it, and then you play it. It's like not that game at all. And if it is that game, it's completely broken, which is shocking because those games aren't very hard to program, but they just don't make them anyway. Those are the types of games I play. Um. I don't think I could vote on this in good conscience. <laughs> I mean, I'll talk about them. I don't know what Terra Nil is. Uh, this Monster Hunter Now game, I think, is a gotcha that people do not like. Uh, Mihoya is still making stuff, that's for sure. If I, if I could cheat and pick, I would pick Hello Kitty Island Adventure. This is supposed to be like Animal Crossing. Well, it's supposed to be like the Animal Crossing mobile game, but with Hello Kitty characters, which I think is hilarious. Um, and I would pick this if I have played it, but I have not played it. Uh, and then Ever Crisis, um, I've heard of Ever Crisis is okay, which is kind of sad, because Ever Crisis should be, like, a... They were making Ever Crisis out to be a big deal, because it's telling you the entire... It's the only thing that tells you the entire story of Final Fantasy VII, and makes it, like, in a sort of playable sense. It's not, like, a full remake of Final Fantasy VII or anything, but it's playing you, and it's not like a remake where it's like, oh, it's technically a sequel, and there's all this sort of weird timeline stuff going on. It's just like, here's this, here's the, for people who don't like remake, here's your remake, essentially. But I heard it is, mm, okay, let me check the backlog on that. 
What's up? What is it? What's backlog? I have to say. I imagine these people have an anti-mobile game slant. They probably have an anti-mobile game slant, and they have an anti-Final Fantasy slant. So we'll see. Yeah, two point two. I think even with all that, I, I mean, I believe it. It's probably not very good. None of the, and uh, none of the the Final Fantasy games are really that good on mobile. So I can't pick any of these. Best VR AR. Um, I remember seeing this list. I was like, first of all, none of these games are VR native. <laughs> so you're not VR native. You're not VR native. You're not VR native. You're not VR native. You could be VR native, but I've never heard of you. Um, to their credit, I don't think there's been any VR games that came out this year. You know, Blade Sorcery 1.0 is nearing its launch, but it's not out yet. Um... Yeah, I don't think there's been any new... I think Green Hell came out the year before, and there was that one RPG game that came out, but I think that's still in, like, early, early access. And if they're only counting Baldur's Gate 3 now, then Lord knows they're probably not going to count that one. So, it, you know, fair. Even though these are just all ports, it's fair. Um, I did not play Resident Evil Village VR, but 7's VR was pretty good, so I imagine that Resident Evil VR is, is probably pretty good. I'll just pick that one. Yeah, who gives a shit? We're on, we're on getting to the categories that no one cares about, so I don't feel bad about these. Uh, well, here's the genre picks. Uh, best action game. We have Armored Core 6. Dead Island 2, Ghost Runner 2, Hi-Fi Rush, and Remnant 2. Um, I have not heard great things about this or this. Uh, this one's, of course, very good. This one's supposed to be pretty good. I, is this Ghost Runner 2? I feel like I know what this is, maybe, potentially, if it's the game that I'm thinking of. Let me see. First of all, let me look at it on Backlogged. Oh my god, get me out of this. Ghost Runner 2. This is not out yet. Why does it say it's not out? Is there a space that I missed? No, there's no space. Is it not on? Not on backlog? Oh, I'm sorry. It's Roman numeral 2. My mistake. Um, it has okay reviews. Is this the game I'm thinking of? Hold on. Like the first person game where you dash around really fast? Because I've wanted to play that game. I just haven't. Uh, I haven't had time to. Oh, I think it is. Yeah, it's the one where you dash around and stuff. It looks pretty cool. You have a sword. You know how I feel about dashing around with a sword, guys. You know I'm a big fan of that. Is this on Xbox Game Pass? Maybe we'll check it out at some point. Well, I mean, I can't vote for it because I, I just heard about it just now. <laughs> but conceptually, that sounds really fun. Is it on? Let me check if it's on Game Pass. Now I'm curious. The, no, Kirby couldn't have come out this year, right? Or else it would have been nominated for something. Pikmin 4, by the way, only got nominated for one award. Also, so even Nintendo is getting... Nintendo, who has released a ton of very popular games this year, is also getting the, the throwaway. So even with the most popular Japanese uh, studios, there's still a bias against them, which is very sad. Okay, Ghost Runner? Where's the full game list? Here we go. Okay, 
Ghost Runner. Is this on? I don't think it is. G is they have Ghostwire Tokyo, but they do not have Ghost Runner. No, so I guess we will not play this. How sad. Oh well, it happens. I mean, I've heard a lot of good things about Armored Core Six, so I'm gonna put I'm gonna put on Armored Core Six. I've heard I've heard good things about it. We're gonna put Armored Core Six. Best action adventure. This is another weird one. Um, Tears of the Kingdom did not really like that. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I do not give a shit about Star Wars. Spider-Man 2, don't give a shit about Marvel. On Wake 2, barely very good. Have not played it, but apparently it's very good. Uh, Resident Evil 4 remake. Um, that's a remake. So I feel, I could, you could have put, you know what, honestly, you could have put Final Fantasy 16 on here, because Final Fantasy 16 is not really an RPG. Although I do, I think Final Fantasy 16 got on the RPG list. Maybe. Honestly, my favorite action-adventure game that came out this year is Final Fantasy 16. I'm gonna say that one. Um, I mean, I could vote the re- I don't know how close the remake is to the original. I mean, Resident Evil 4 is one of my favorite games of all time. I've not played the remake. I'll just vote the remake, I guess. Why not? Okay, best RPG. This is a sad, sad list. Do you know how many great- amazing awesome rpgs came out this year and didn't give a slot because bethesda and todd howard paid them to put starfield on at least one nomination this could have been this guy is seven this could have been tales from azure this could have been um could have been chained echoes it could have been um could have been so many games and that's so sad. Because because it's a hot hour, it was like, we need Jeff, I'm begging you, give us one. I know the game is shit. Just give us a one, please. And they gave him one. So many games could have fit this slot way better. It's very sad. But anyway, like I said, uh, Final Fantasy XVI should have been nominated for Action Adventure, and Final Fantasy XVI would have won Action Adventure, but unfortunately it's an RPG of Polarscape 3, so Polarscape 3 wins. But in my head canon, Action Adventure is Final Fantasy XVI, it wins, and RPG is Polarscape 3, and it wins. Best fighting game. Uh, when I first saw this list, I was like, wow, this list is garbage. Wasn't there a ton of fi good fighting games that came out this year? But it really is just Mortal Kombat 1 and Street Fighter 6. There was no new... I thought there was a new Tekken game this year, but it hasn't come out yet. Um, I, no, yeah, no, it hasn't come out yet. Uh, so Street Fighter 6 seems like the easy pick here. Uh, it's the first good Street Fighter game they've made in like 20 years. Congratulations. Best family game. So here's the here's the one that Pikmin 4 gets, and I feel compelled to pick it. The Sonic Superstars game, which was apparently pretty good, was much better than Sonic Frontiers, um, which I didn't even know it came out this year, because I remember it got announced this year. All these games got announced. That's a never crazy thing. All these games got announced this year, and they just and they just released. That's crazy. They announced the game, and then it came out in the same year. They never used to do that. That's insane. Uh, but I feel compelled to give Pikmin something. So there we go. We're getting close to the end, I think. 
Oh no, Pikmin 4 is on Sim and Strategy. You know what's gonna win? Hold on, I gotta switch this. Change my vote. Uh, yeah, we'll get we'll get Mario something. How about that? Uh, Mario's always pretty good. Uh, this remake was okay from what I heard. This was terrible. This was terrible. I don't even know this came out this year. Uh, Pikmin 4. Best sports and racing, guys. I'm not gonna lie. The only sports and racing game I play is Forza, so it's gonna be Forza. Well, if we're including sports, it'd be Madden, but Madden should never win any award ever. In terms of games I've played, Madden and Forza, but Madden should never ever win an award. Best multiplayer. I'm glad I get to redo this. I think for multiplayer, I picked. Um... Oh no 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 no! I'm thinking of the other one. So for multiplayer, so on my real list. On my real list, I did pick, um, not this one, sorry. Uh, I did pick BattleBit, because I've played BattleBit so many times on stream. And it is a great experience. Um, I think just in terms of what I, because I don't have, I don't have any friends who play Super Mario Bros. Wonder. I don't have any friends who play Street Fighter 6. I don't have any friends who play Party Animals. I don't have any friends who play Diablo 4. And I don't have any friends who play Baller Tape 3. But I've seen people with friends who play all these games, and by a huge long shot, the one that seems the most fun is Baldur's Gate 3. But I didn't play Baldur's Gate 3, so I didn't... So when it came to my real list, I, I couldn't pick Baldur's Gate 3. It had to be Battlebit, because I've never played Baldur's Gate 3 in multiplayer. But it, it looks so insanely fun. And I have been told, like, for example, I've been told about people who play Original Sin 2, and they have a full party of people, and they play, like, all 100 hours, and it's, like, the best gaming experience they've ever had. Like, yeah, it would be. Holy shit, that'd be so awesome. I would love to play. Hey, comment down below if you have seen, if there's, like, a YouTuber or somebody or a live streamer who you've seen do Original Sin 2, or it could even be Baldur's Gate 3 at this point. Probably somebody's done it. A full run. Of those games where they have every single party member be a real person in multiplayer because I, I would love to watch that i feel like that'd be really fun to watch to look that up later see if there's anyone best adaptation okay guys come on my throat is killing me uh, you know what i'm not gonna lie unironically my pick here is five nights at freddy's and it wasn't nominated unironically my pick for game of the, for game of the or best was best game adaptation which by the way i didn't fucking know there's a twisted metal and gran turismo movie i didn't even know this existed last year this category was so good you had edge runners you had arcade it had so much good shit on it this year it's like now i don't want to pick anything uh i cannot pick last of us morally for moral reasons Honest, I dead ass. I would have picked Five Nights at Freddy's if I could, but I can't. Um, the Castlevania series has always been good, so I'm just gonna pick the Castlevania one. They have the Rayman one too. The Rayman one's not on here. Um, most anticipated game. I mean, for me, this is obvious. I don't think it's gonna win, but I, it's obvious for me. Um, but I don't think it's gonna win. I don't. I feel like there's a lot of other games on there that's probably more popular. I don't think it. I feel like it's been nominated before. I have no idea what any of these people are. I'm not going to bother. Uh, I feel like it's been nominated before. But, um... For, for most anticipated game, I don't think it's ever won. 
So it, it happens. Best esports game. Uh, I do not play any of these games except Counter Strike Two, and Counter Strike Two is actually pretty good. Um, best. Oh, I think we're nearing the end. I don't know who any of these people are. Esports team don't know who any of these people are. Esports coach don't know who any of these people are. Esports event don't know what any of these are. Well, actually, I know what Evo is, but I don't really like Evo. Evo kind of turned to shit. So uh, I guess that's it. So is that all? So okay. So now I have voted. So I didn't save my votes from before, but I guess that ended up being okay, because uh, we just did it on here instead. All right. So we have been streaming for about an hour and thirty. So I can say for a fact that um we will not be doing the second block stream today. And honestly, I don't know if I have energy to do an armchair detective, but what I'll give you to round us all up now that we finished our game of the year award game holy shit the game awards nominee game of the year pick list there's a fucking nightmare to say now that we have finished that i think we can go on to game and we can finish off on game i think this one this won't take too long hopefully the weekly mode's not this that long this week the 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 default one the daily one should be very easy i should be here by the way, I should be here. I'm never here. It's very sad. But I should. they should put me on this list. No, I don't care. Okay. So we'll do classic armchair. We'll do all the dailies. And then we'll try out the weekly. Uh, I mean, I still have coffee. So the show still kicks in. Classic. Oh, I don't know this. What is this? This got to be... Oh, is this... Almost like, there was an operation game that was really popular with YouTubers a long time ago. It looks like it might be that. Because this looks like the how it looks in the game. Unless this is Condemned 2. I don't remember the name of that game, though. You know what? Let me, let me guess a couple of times until I know. Because I don't remember the name of that game. Yeah, Condemned Criminal or I don't think it's this. Well, let me try it. I think it is. I need to look it up, though. I don't know. I don't remember what the name of the game is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I, I can... It's like Surgery Simulator. It's a surgery... Oh, Surgeon Simulator 2013. I think it's this one. Sorry, it did actually pick up on the thing. Let me see if it's this. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the game that was really popular with YouTubers. Okay. I could have just gotten that in the first row, but it's fine. You guys saw me do this. Artwork. This is a little big planet. Which little big planet? I don't know, but it is a little big planet. Could be one of these three. It's the same one. It's the third of one. <laughs> okay, damn it. Shit. If I had done it backwards order, I would have gotten it on the first one. Oh well, it happens sometimes. Keywords. This is always the one that trips me up the most. What the ghost map rum? What? Oh fuck me! Ghost map rum. This has got to be like a point and click or like a detective game or something. I'm going to get. I don't think it's ghost trick, but well, oh, ghost trick's not on here. What really? Holy shit! Okay. Um, hotel desk. 
That's not on your either. Oh, what? There's actually... Okay. That somewhat makes this easier, knowing that there are so few games on this list. Um... I, just, I don't even know beyond that. I have no idea. Uh, so not rum, but ghost and map would be Pac-Man. So let me try Pac-Man. Okay, map, ghost, rum, shark, ships, ocean. What the fuck is this? It's gotta be like a ghost game that takes place on a ship. And my first... Thing in my brain goes to Layers of Fear 2, but once again, map and shark and rum don't make any sense here. I, I, I guess I'll, I, because I need more. Oh, it doesn't have Layers of Fear 2. Shit. Layers of Fear 1 doesn't take place on our ship. I have no idea. Ghost? Echo to Dolphin? I don't fucking know, man. Is that an option? No? Can I just look at the list? Yeah, can I just see all the games? I I don't even know what to guess. Well, it's an Age of Empires 5 and I freaked out for a second. Like, I, didn't know, I didn't know that came out. Is Alone in the Dark take place on a ship? What? Horror games take place on a ship. Oh, could this be the Dave the Diver game? The one that came out just this year? I mean, it has, it has, it takes place in the ocean. That's as far as I know. Might have a map. No. What the fuck? Map, ghost, rum, shark, ships, ocean, bounty, cannon, island. Is this the rare, rare, uh, rare game? Sea of Thieves. Okay, there we go. There we go. Oops, sorry. Now that I know it didn't like, take place in modern times, it was just a pirate game. That became a lot easier. Last one of the dailies. Yes. Let's start with... Hey, since we're on... Since we just fit... Actually, since we, we've heard now so many good things about Alan Wake 2. Let's do Alan Wake 2. Because apparently this game is uh, very good. From what I've been told. Okay. It's not... Take place in 2023. Predictably, it is in third person. It has single player and multiplayer elements. It was released on PC. Let's say Uncharted. Yeah, all the all the Uncharted games have been released on PC by now, right? Well, let's do Uncharted 4. Oh, it, it actually okay. But Uncharted 4 did come out on PC. It's on Steam. It's not on here. That's interesting. I mean, yeah, Uncharted. Well, whatever. It's a, it's not an Uncharted game either way. So that's even more, so it's single player, multiplayer, and then co-op. Huh. I'm almost thinking, I'm thinking like a shooter game that takes place, a third person shooter. Here's War, is an obvious one, but Epic Games is on here, and it's not Epic Games. What is the effort? Adventure. I don't know. I have no idea. It's an action adventure, more specifically. I really don't know. It came out. It came out on apparently Windows. I don't even know what to guess. Older than twenty sixteen. Could be Grand Theft Auto, technically. 
You know what? I'm gonna just to get someone on the list. So let's do the oldest one, Grand Theft Auto Three. Well, the oldest one that applies to this. Okay. Has an iso Grand Theft Auto Three has an isometric view? What? Really? That's it. Okay. Well, it's younger than that. That didn't help actually, because there's way too much stuff on all this. Single. Oh, there was no. Okay. There's no. There's no multiplayer in Grand Theft Auto Three. I guess I should have guessed that. So it's only third person. Man, I am actually stuck on this. Should I do Gears of War? Even though I know it's not, it can't be because it's not epic game. Oh, whatever. <sighs> Let's try it. Well, but Gears of War, but Epic Games wouldn't have been the publisher. Epic Games would have been the releaser. <laughs> that that makes sense. Two thousand six. No, still newer. Huh? And it's not. Yeah, it's not just the shooter. Damn. It's not all of these. It probably doesn't have split screen. It's probably just co-op, single player, and multiplayer. Oh, I don't know. Could it be The Last of Us? No. There's a Naughty Dog. Um, I'm like looking at the stuff in the background. Yeah, just give me, give me a, can you just give me a list? <laughs> just see from all these. Dragon Age Inquisition would be kind of interesting. I think that one has multiplayer. Oh, but what? No, it didn't actually come out after. You know what? Why not? Dragon Age Inquisition. Let's try it. Ah! Oh, it's actually perfect. Has the exact ones that should be. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, but still, once again, it has the isometric, and that is true. Um, yeah, give me my hint. My one-time clue. I'm actually really stumped on this one. So it is third-person, multiplayer, single-player co-op release in 2011. That's a good hint. Well, let me look up games released in 2011. That's, that's good enough for me to maybe figure this out. Hmm. Uncharted, but it's not Uncharted 3. Okay, interesting. So I got the list out. Couldn't be Arkham City, right? Arkham City's not a... Arkham City is not... It's not multiplayer, I don't think. But it is action-adventure. It is third person. It did come out that year. It's not Portal 2, because Portal 2 is first person. It's not Skyrim. Well, multiplayer games. Skyward Sword was a multiplayer, I don't think. Could be a little bit. No, it can't be a little bit. Could it be a little bit Plant 2? But that's top down. That's not the same thing. Oh, but it could be a little bit Plant 2. Shit. Okay, let me try. Is there an oh Dead Space Two? Is this the number? No, Dead Space Three was the one that was go up. Okay, is there anything else that eliminates this being 
Arkham City. No, not really. I'll try Arkham City. No, it's single player only. Damn. Shit, this is a hard one. Yeah, eight average guesses. Shit. It's not an Unreal Engine. Damn. Damn, shit. Silent Shock Arts game, Silent Warrior Brothers game. It's, but it's not a Sony Computer Entertainment game, so it can't be a little bit plant too. Yeah. Holy shit. What could this be? For, no, not Forza. That's Microsoft Game Studio. We already did that one. I'm released on PC. It's not an electronic arts game. Yeah. Wow. No clue what this is. I've gotten all the hints. And I have no idea. I'm lost. Can you give me the full release? Ari Latin 3 came out that year. Damn. Ghost Trick did come out that year, though. Oh, but that was for the keyword. That was the keywords. What about Mindjack? Third person shooter. Shut up. Could it be this? No. Monday Night Combat. But Monday Night Combat wouldn't be single player. No. It can't be Dead Space 2 because it didn't come out for. Or it was Electronic Arts. Magica! But Magica is isometric. But it does fit a lot of these. I'll try Magica. But it's not, no, it'd be isometric. It's not the same thing. Man, I am eliminating so much. And this might be the one that gets me, guys. This might be the first one I really just don't get. I gotta be really careful with these next two guesses. It is, and I said I never got the genre. I never got the genre. It is a shooter. It's gotta be a shooter, because it does have shooter. So it's a shooter game, essentially. Or a shooting adventure game. The third person. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. That's not a shooter. Crisis to Alpha, that's not third person. Holy shit, is this actually really hard? Could be Lego Star Wars 3, The Clone Wars. It could be. It could actually, I think it could be Lego Star Wars 3, The Clone Wars. Although, is that Warner Brothers Games published? I will guess it. Oh, Trails of the Sky came out that year. Damn. This was a good, this was a good year for games. 
Where the fuck is it? Where is okay. No, no, no. It's the 3DS version. No, this doesn't count. Oh, wait, no, no, no. It did come out the... Yeah, 2011. It's a LucasArts published game. I... I... Technically? Oh, but it's not on the list. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna be very upset if that was the... Okay. Dude, I have no idea. Could I knock this... To be more specific, could I say, um... Like, I look up third-person shooters released in 2011. Here's a War 3, but it can't be. Saints Row the Third. Oh. That's a good one. The only problem is that I think it was made in Unreal Engine. But... That's a genuinely good pick. I don't think I see anything that disagrees with that. It is an action adventure. It is a shooter. It does have co-op, multiplayer, and single player. It is on third person. Oh, but who's the publisher? THQ. Oh, shit. That could be it. Saints Row third there we go holy shit that was hard that was a really hard one god damn, what do I, I didn't show up well that's such a big huge fucking game release wikipedia why did you not show me that it was a fucking huge game that came out that year god damn okay well there we go since for the third that makes a lot of sense and let us try what and let us try the um the weekly mode this is this is a this episode's definitely going on long but uh i did promise the weekly mode at least and believe it or not i still have coffee and i do need to go to the grocery store after this it's not gonna be it's not gonna be fun but uh i'll still do it where's my um oh now i need the timer and of course i got rid of the timer earlier okay yeah the timer's still up good just checking Let's do sniping week. Let's see how much I could get through the I feel like this one's gonna eliminate me. I there's no way. Uh time splitters, I'm gonna guess. You wanna get four lives on this one? I don't think so. I don't think I'm gonna get it. I don't know if sniping games. I think I'm gonna get I might have to purposely get eliminated. Wait, Metal Gear Salt 4? What? Why is that that's not a sniping game? It's a stealth game. This is Far Cry 2. Resident Evil 6, obviously. Why is this sniping? Okay, I don't actually... Oh, it's... Okay, okay, okay. Here, here's what's interesting. Games that feature sniper rifles or sniper shots. So in a cutscene, that's gotta be what, why it's on the... Um... It's gotta be why Metal Gear Solid 4 is on there. Because I don't think you can get a sniper rifle, but I think there, there are snipers in that game. Uh... What the fuck is this? That's not Halo. That's gotta be Unreal Tournament, right? And I can't be arsed in figuring out which Unreal Tournament it would be. Okay. Um, This is 
a this is a Call of Duty, an old Call of Duty. I have no idea which one. It is just an old ass Call of Duty. Um, they only have two and one though from the original series, so I think this should be okay. I gotta be two of them. It's not two. What? I'm sorry. It's not three because I know the cover of three. Oh, it could be Unite Offensive. Yep, there we go. Oh, it I never noticed that. It brings back... So you just get four lives per section. Okay, that might make it a little easier. I have no idea what this is. Uh, I see green and white. I'm going to guess Modern Warfare 3. No, it's not. This is... uh Not Spec Ops. What's his name? Splinter Cell. It's Mr. Splinter Cell himself. I have no fucking idea which game it is. I've never played a Splinter Cell game before. Um, Vendor Tomorrow? Oh, here we go. Ent. The one that ends in Ent. Agent. There you go. This is certainly looking Metal Gear Solid 3-esque. That would be the end. So, fits on the list. Fear. You do get shot by snipers in Fear. That would make sense. Almost looks like damn, why is there people? Is this mankind divided? Because I never played Mankind Divided. It's not, but it's the same series. Oh, it's gotta be the fall, right? No, it's not. Let's just human Director's Cut. The director's cut of Human Revolution has that okay, first of all, that is an ugly ass cover, so no wonder I didn't know what it was. Rainbow Six, Rainbow Six Vegas, one of them, <laughs> probably two. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Dead Rising. Is there sniper rifles in Dead Rising? I guess there is. Uh, this is a Wolfenstein game. I have no idea which one. Definitely one of the earlier ones. Maybe enemy. Actually, is this just Wolfenstein? Call of Juarez, Bound in Blood. Uh, Bad Company, first one. This looks like it just says Tom Clancy with no other words. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, maybe just the original Splinter Cell? No? Is it not a Tom Clancy game? It looks like it's, I mean, it looks like it says Tom Clancy. Oh, but it doesn't say Tom Clancy's. I see. It would be like a... Is there a game called Insurgency? Would that end? Yes, that ends with the same. Okay, there we go. It looks like Gears of... No, this isn't Gears of War. This is Crisis. Crisis. Warhead. There we go. Okay, this is day. This is this is the Deus Ex Human Revolution cover we know and love. There we go. Uh, this looks like Alien vs Predator. This is oh, because it has sniper rifles. I get it. That's uh, this got to be San Andreas, right? There we go. Arma. Took to give me a second. This is an, oh, I don't know which. Is this five? Because it's got a little five on it. There you go. I'm gonna sneeze. <coughs> oh goodness.
The world at war. Maybe we will beat this one. Who knows? This is Fallout 4. This is a the gears this is a gears of war game. Fallout 2? Uh oh Battlefield 2. What a classic game. We gotta play that. We gotta play Project Reality at some point. The Battlefield 2 mod. That one's good. Call of War as a cleanse. Linger. This is Black Ops 2. Not Black's Ops. Black Ops 2. Source. Right. Yeah. This is another, I think this is another Unreal Tournament game, 73. Uh, this is Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Pandora, oh, okay. This is number Splinter Cell. Mass Effect 2. That one's got a great, that one has a sniper rifle where if you're careful with it, you can one-shot most of the bosses. Definitely am very familiar with the uh, sniper rifle in uh, that game. Halo, the Master Chief Collection. Deus Ex, just normal Deus Ex. Saint Row the Third, which is the one that just gave me a bunch of issues earlier. Black Ops, original. Oh, I don't know what this is. Oh, this is called. This is the first Call of Duty. What's this Crisis? Yeah, this is Crisis. Uh, probably the second one. No. Crisis Three. I'll pick because Crisis. Never mind then. I thought Crisis 1 was just the, like, jungle. Maybe I'm confusing a Far Cry. That's Resident Evil 5. Fallout 3. I have a lot of useless knowledge. That's what I'm beginning to notice. My ability to easily pick out blurred game covers. I wonder if I had, like, like what real skill could this be? Like, it would, like... Theoretical physics. Oh well. Said it's this. This is never Call of Duty. Might be, this one might be too. Oh, it's not. Oh, Medal of Honor then. And I'm gonna guess Airborne because they look like they're in a plane. How'd I know? This is like black? Is it black? Oh, maybe. Yeah, it is. It's been a while since I've heard that one. It's just like the Chaos Fury logo. That's the only one I even vaguely know. We need to play. We need to play Splinter Cell on this. I haven't played. I haven't played Splinter Cell Hyper like I pro, like I mentioned. But Ubisoft, I I have them all in the Ubisoft store, and we should play them on stream at some point. I have no qualms with that series. I just have not played it. Two, obviously that one's pretty easy. Uh, this is just Call of Duty Three. Good old what's his face on the cover. From the campaign mission that I played way too many times in my life. Silent Assassin, I think. Yeah, there we go. Uh, this is Half Life Opposing Force. It's a good one. Um, fuck if I know. Oh, the oh I this is oh god, what's it called? I do know what this is. This is um. Sniper elite. There you go. I don't know what this is. <laughs> I have no idea what this is. This looks like a body. This is like two up here. I don't know. I have no idea what this one is. 
Half-Life? That's not. Oh, my dear throwaway. Oh, yeah, give me a one-time clue. Oh. It's Counter-Strike. Interesting. I've never seen that corner of the Counter-Strike logo before. Oh, shit. Wait, it's not Counter-Strike? Are you sure? That's the Counter-Strike 1.6. Ain't it? Oh, no, you're throwing me off. Is it the Team Fortress Classic? It is. Okay. Interesting. Just cause. Star Wars Battlefront, original. Max Payne 3. Oh my god, we're so close to the end. We're gonna get another one. This is never Call of Duty. Well, it might be Metal Bar, I'm gonna say. Might be Allied Assault. No, it's Call of Duty 2. Oh, I thought we already guessed Call of Duty 2. I was wrong. This is, this is the cover I was thinking of for Counter-Strike, I think. Or no, this is Condition Zero, actually. No, it's not the one I was thinking of either. Perfect Dark. Uh, Sniper Elite 3. This, actually, for real, is this, the... This is the one I was thinking of. This is what I thought the Counter-Strike logo was. That's what I thought it was. It was that one. Um, this is just a bore. This looks like a boring-ass protagonist on a... A cover, it could be anything. I'm getting Gears of War vibes from this, maybe. Oh, it's Halo 3. Okay. Oh, yes, T specifically. This looks. This looks Saints Row esque. I'm gonna say. 4. There we go. Halo, Combat Vault, Classic. Oh, I won! That was it. That was a lot shorter than. That one felt a little bit shorter. Than I thought it was going to be. Okay, well, anyway, we're going to end this one. I'm going to end it here. Unfortunately, alas, no armchair detective because we went on way too long. And like I said, I am exhausted, but I still need to go to the grocery store. And if this went any longer, I would just be dead. I would be literally dead. So, unfortunately, we're going to end it here. Uh, next, tomorrow, not next week, tomorrow, we will be doing uh, probably Ready or Not in Resident Evil 2. That's what I had to guess. But... I'll see you then. I'll see you in the next one. And until next time, I think I just said the same